Welcome to the Faith Friday podcast, where we interview Central Christian College faculty and staff members, students, and alumni about their personal faith journey and how they have found hope in the person and work of Jesus. We are so glad that you have joined us today as we're excited to hear Miss Kathy Brown share with us this week. How are you doing today, Kathy? Today's a great day to be a Central Tiger. Every day is a good day to be a Central <laughs> Tiger. Thank you for uh, joining us today and sharing with us on the Faith Friday podcast this week. How long have you been at Central and what do you do here? Well, I am starting my fourth year here at Central and I, like many other people who work here, wear many hats. I am the division chair of human services, which encompasses the teacher education department, psychology, history, and um, criminal justice. Wow. I also am the, div- uh, the chair of the teacher education department and I'm on several committees. <laughs> <laughs> and this year, since uh, our international uh, coordinator is not here on campus with us right now, I have picked up her international advisees. And so awesome. I'm spending time with them as well. I bet that's a lot of fun. It actually is. If I could learn a few more languages, I'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> that would be awesome. What do you, what do you most enjoy about your job at Central? For me, I think it is mostly relating to students and getting to know them and see where their stories have um, begun and where, they're, uh, where they are on their journey and being able to make connections with them um, where we share some commonalities. That's awesome. And for those of you who don't know, Miss Brown is in a couple of years going to be, uh, Lord willing, Dr. Brown. She's started her <laughs> doctoral program this year, I believe, and that's going well. So we're excited for her journey on that. How's that going? It's going well. Um, I'm actually doing it with the registrar right now. So we're in the same classes and it happens to be the same school that you, Mr. Walker, are finishing your doctorate from. Mm-hmm. So there we have that. Um, I think it's interesting just to, uh, right now we're learning about a lot of theories and how those theories can connect to students and how to make um, their lives easier mm. um, at, as they kind of just matriculate through college. And so that's exciting to see um, that through that lens instead of just our, well, I think this is a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, it's very, very helpful to put the theoretical into practice. Mm-hmm. Tell us a little bit about your family. I am married to my wonderful husband, Jeff. We have been married for 25 and a half years. Wow. I know, long time. I was 19 when I got married. Wasn't a baby, but close. Um, we have two daughters. One of them is going to be a 10th grader at McPherson High School and the other is a 7th grader at McPherson Middle School and uh, my high schooler is going to she's actually in cheer and she also has a job at Sonic so if you see her at Sonic say hi and then tell me if she's not being nice (laughs) (laughs) Um, it takes a village people Um, and my husband has been in education since like 1996 and I've been in education since 2000. And so we're both educators and he works in Salina, which is 30 minutes north of here. That's great. And, and Jeff used to be on staff here. He did. When we first arrived here from Paraguay, South America, he got a job working um, here and working with the online, the SPE department. And while he was getting his teaching certificate transferred from Texas to Kansas, and then he was able to pick up a teaching job. That's fantastic. What, what was your favorite memory this past summer? A favorite memory you had this past summer? A favorite memory, I think it was just being able to travel. When, when the end of May, 1st of June came and things started kind of opening up a little bit, we were able to travel down to Central Texas where our family lives and we got to spend 10 days with them. 
And it was nice to just be out in the country a little bit and do some shooting and just the Texas heat. Mm. <laughs> and it was just nice to see family that we hadn't seen in six months. So that was um, probably the biggest highlight. It can be quite refreshing when you get to spend some time with your family, <laughs> especially when you're so far away from yeah, them. Yeah, so. true. That's fantastic. How would you describe your faith journey? When, when and how did it start? What was your life like before you knew Jesus? And, and how have you been changed since then? That is a great question. I think my, my faith journey really started when I was in middle school. Um, I think I hear a lot of people say they have the same story as myself, where they kind of felt encounter with the Lord through uh, VBS opportunities and super summer opportunities and just having um, the opportunity to connect with other believers. And so that kind of sparked my interest um, in middle school. And that's when I professed my faith. I think in middle school was a little bit easier before high school came along. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, you had people taking you places. You didn't have as much freedom. And so then when high school came along, you know, it kind of fell apart a little bit. And you were trying to figure out who you were and and where did you stand in your belief systems compared to your friends. And throughout college, you know, everyone has these moments, I'm sure of it, where you kind of falter a little bit and you kind of uh, have your ups and downs. And it probably wasn't until after I was married in 1994 going into the 1995 year that that I really had the belief that you know I am a Christian but I really wasn't living out the life like I should have lived out the life and so that's whenever my life really kind of took a turn for the better now that's not to say that it's been always easy because still life has been (laughs) filled with complications Mm -hmm. and curveballs here and there but I think uh probably in the, in the mid nineties is probably when I really began to realize that he is my anchor and he's the one that I can rely on. And he's the one that I can put my full trust in, not people, not things, but really in Christ alone. That's awesome. You know, I think there's a a college is such a pivotal time Mm -hmm. in people's lives, especially when they have newfound freedoms from, Mm -hmm. you know, from the high school now going into college and, um, having a firm foundation there for which to stand upon is really important for um, your your life experience, right? <laughs> so it's really yeah. helpful. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that that is, uh, as I'm learning now in some of our theory classes that you are aware of too, is just learning who your identity is and realizing that it isn't in people and things. It really is in Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and to know that it's okay to kind of search and have those moments where you don't have things figured out and you realize life is complicated. Well, everybody's life is complicated. Mm -hmm. No one is different from that. So knowing that you're really not alone is, is one of the big things that I felt when I was in college. And I kind of hope to convey to our students that I visit with on a regular basis. I think one of the hardest things for me to hear when I was in college was seeing these older men who were pouring into my life and saying to me that they don't have life figured out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, (laughs) I was very discouraged, but then I started to realize, you know what? Life is a continual journey of learning mm-hmm. more about yourself, learning more about Christ and experiencing more things. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to that extent, we will not always have uh, the answer. We will not always um, know mm-hmm. <laughs> the answers per se all the time. So, Well, and interesting that you said that because in our first year STEM class, our students have to provide a PowerPoint presentation to us. And on one of the slides, they have to tell us something about themselves that they would like their advisor to know. And one of my students said, I am in a continual growth process. And therefore, if I had to redo this assignment again, 
I would not do the same thing. I wouldn't say the same thing because I therefore will be a different Mm -hmm. person. Mm -hmm. And if you relate that back to your journey through uh, Christianity and in, in, in Christ, I think that that's a beautiful concept because you realize it is a journey. There's no finality right now. We, it's constant looping back and going in the cycle Mm -hmm. and um, just remembering that it's, you have to be reflective in that process and Mm -hmm. you have to be able to understand that even when you get to where you want to go, there's still more to go. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. So that, that, that's a great segue into, you know, how, how are you staying anchored in your faith today? You know, are, are there some specific ways that you are staying anchored in your, in your faith journey? Sure. There are a couple of different ways that I myself stay connected. And then as a family, we stay connected as well. I mean, of course, uh, we are attending church. We are trying to um, make sure that we have opportunities to be with other like-minded people. Mm. Not to say that we don't also associate with people who are not like-minded because that's not true, but having opportunities with other believers to talk about um, things that are happening in our lives through through a biblical standpoint is so important. And then through prayer and getting into the word. And I think those are the, the big things that, that kind of impact us. I know as a family, we don't make a lot of decisions really quickly. We process them and pray them through and really look into the word to see where we should go and what we should do or how we should act. And I think that has helped us stay anchored. Mm-hmm. You know, that time with other believers is so important, mm-hmm. uh, especially being connected to a local body of, of believers. Mm-hmm. Um, because they get to pour into your life and you get to experience life together in so many different ways and experience mm-hmm. Jesus, um, as a community. And you know what, that's really, uh, what the Bible calls us to is, is to not forsake the assembling together and to be with other believers, um, to challenge each other and train each other and encourage each other. And so that is so important. And I appreciate the fact too, that you said that you guys spend time praying through things before mm-hmm. you guys make a decision, because I think that there's, there's oftentimes where um, you know, myself and mm-hmm. people that I'm around, um, can make decisions rather rashly and instead of going to the Lord and seeking what, what would, uh, uh, what his direction may be for us. So. Right. And I think that that's critical too, because I think in, in our lives of our college students, sometimes they want a direct answer and, mm. and, or they don't know how to wait, or maybe they are some people who wait too long, but they're not really praying through the processes. They're hearing from other people. Mm-hmm. Well, what do you think I should do? What do you think mm-hmm. I should do? But it really isn't about other people. It's about listening to the Lord. And when he tells you to take your step in whatever direction he is guiding you, then you having enough faith to step out and take that step. For sure. Absolutely. In your lifetime, have you ever questioned uh, the Christian faith considering uh, you know, all the religions of the world that exist? <laughs> in your opinion, why is Christianity being a follower of Jesus different from all the religions in the world? Well, to the first part of that question, I would say absolutely. I think if someone tells you that they've never faltered or never questioned, I think that they're lying to themselves and to other people (laughs) and giving you maybe what you want to hear. But I don't think that's really true, especially in my case. I think there's always times and moments where you do question, you know, is this the path that I really should take? Is this the direction that I really should be on? And just really 
trying to figure out and understand what direction he wants you to go to is not always lining up with what I want to, especially for someone Mm -hmm. like myself who is a control person. I like to have things in order. And so I have had to learn how to let go and let God take care of things. And the second part of that question was dealing with, um, can you remind me again what sure. the second part was? Why, why is Christianity and being, being a follower oh, of Jesus different yeah. from all religions of the well, world? And I think one of the main key differences is that we have choice. We have the choice to accept him. We have the choice to deny him. We have the choice to do what we um, are called to do or not to do. And I think in other religions, you don't really have a lot of choice. And I think, you know, he is in this religion, he is one that has laid down his life for us. And he is the ultimate um, person who took all of our sins away. And in other religions, they don't have that one person that can do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The other religions of the world, there's a God that says you serve me, but we had a savior who said, I'm going to, you know, that you. Mark 10 45 mm-hmm. for the mm-hmm. son of man did not come to be mm-hmm. served, but to serve and yeah. give his life a ransom for many. Yeah. And that's interesting talking about serving. One of my favorite verses is Colossians 3.23, where it talks about how we are not here to work for man, but we're working for the Lord. Mm -hmm. And I always try to remember that because you know how it is working with people. You can get easily frustrated and irritated by situations and things that happen. But I keep remembering, okay, what would Jesus do in this situation? Or am I honoring him if I fuss about this? Or am I honoring him if I pray for the situation Mm -hmm. for a solution instead of getting on the bandwagon and just being a complainer about stuff? Mm -hmm. And that's always one of the other things that helps keep me grounded a little bit is remembering my perspective. Yeah, for sure. If you're, if you were to give an encouragement or a challenge to the students who are listening, who have not begun their faith journey, what would that be? If you were to give them an encouragement or challenge to those students who have not begun their faith journey, what would that be? I would say take a step outside of your box and just go have a conversation with somebody who you know is a believer. Because I think there are many people on our campus, students, faculty, staff members, who would love to engage with you about their faith Mm -hmm. journey and share their story with you. And I think in doing so, you might find that there are some commonalities and you might even be able to find a piece to the puzzle that has always been missing Mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. And I think it's just, sometimes it's harder to just take that first step. And what kind of uh, challenge or encouragement would you give to those students who are uh, maybe new to the faith or firm in their faith today who are on, on the college of, uh, here at Central Christian College of Kansas? What, what encouragement or challenge would you give to those students who are new or are firm in their faith? Well, I would challenge each and every one of you to find an accountability partner or a group of people that you would like to um, connect with on a spiritual level. I heard from a lot of our first year SIM students that they were wanting to connect deeper with the Lord and have a more private time with him and, and getting deep in the word. And my note to every one of them said, this will be more successful if you have an accountability partner to kind of keep you um, abreast and just aware of <clears throat> what's happening um, in their lives and what's happening in your life. And then just to say, hey, did you have your quiet time today? Or what has the Lord spoken to you about today? Because this is what I saw, or this is what I'm dealing mm-hmm. with based on what I read today. Mm-hmm. And I think just having that t- time and opportunity to connect with people will also keep you infused and embedded in the faith. Mm-hmm. When you were a college student, did you have a faculty or staff member of the college that you attended who wanted to intentionally invest in you or maybe somebody from your church who was willing to disciple you. Um, And tell us about that experience a little bit. For me at college, I did not. I don't know if many people know this, but 
my undergraduate, it took me six years and seven colleges to get through. <laughs> so I think that's why I have a passion for transfer students and sure. people who are brand new to campus mm-hmm. because I was a brand new person on campus several times, six times. Yeah. And so nobody on my campus was really somebody that I would connect with. But I think through our church, we, we did have um, a young married couple when we were married and then we were still in college who really kind of connected with us and poured into us and, and showed us just how to live life and mm-hmm. how life is messy and life is complicated and it's hard. And they also shared with us um, how using opportunities to share your story and to get open and raw with people allows you and affords you the opportunity to grow. Mm-hmm. And if you don't ever acknowledge that there's an issue or a problem in your life, then you can't grow from that experience. Mm -hmm. And so they shared with us the importance of living life and walking life, not just by reading about it through the Bible, but really applying those principles to our lives. And what does that look like Mm -hmm. to be in a college setting, to be married or not married and to live life the way God intended you to live. Mm -hmm. And so for that family, for that couple to come alongside us and just show us their journey and let us have a glimpse into their life was um, hopeful for us to see what it could be like. What what is uh, one thing that you're looking forward to the most out of this school year? What's the one thing that you'd say, man, I'm, I am just so excited about this or really looking forward to that. Well, or are you not excited about anything? I am super excited. <laughs> you know me. I love people. I think mm-hmm. that's the one thing that I'm most excited about being on campus is I get a thrill. What drives me is being there for people. So if my internationals call and, and they're, they need something, I will get what they need. If students say I need to meet with you, I will try to find time in my schedule to, to work with them. I mentor several students on campus, and I think the thing that I like the most about that is just the ability to connect and share my story with people so that they realize that they're not alone in their journey. Mm. Because I think sometimes in life, you think you're the only person going through issues. And in reality, the person sitting in the chair next to you is probably going through it or has already gone through it. Mm-hmm. And if we never open up and talk about things, then we don't really know that I'm not alone. Yeah. So that's what is exciting for me is just getting um, for myself to connect to people and then me helping other people connect through common stories. Oh, that's great. That's great. We've got so many people on this campus who are willing mm-hmm. to pour into the lives of students. Yes. And so, um, as Ms. Brown has said, we'd really encourage, you know, all listeners, whether you're young or old, to find somebody who can pour into you. Um, uh, Ms. Brown, thank you so much for coming today. I really appreciate your time um, and, and joining us for this week's Faith for Friday podcast. I really appreciate your time. Well, thanks for having me. It was my pleasure. Yeah, we hope and pray that God would use this podcast to encourage and challenge you to seek truth and find hope and the only true anchor for your soul, Jesus Christ. God bless you and have a wonderful week.